Campus Church Podcast. We're so happy you decided to join us again today. My name is Steve Grimes. I'm the host of this podcast channel and the pastor of Mosaic Campus Church. We hope you enjoy the conversation today and as always, reach out with comments or questions. If you do not follow us, especially if you're a post-secondary or graduate student studying at one of the schools in the area around St. John's, please look us up on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Mosaic Campus Church. We would love to start a conversation with you about um, what Mosaic is, get to know a little bit about who you are, and what life is like for you right now. Today's conversation is part three on the in-between, and we ask the question, did we learn anything? Did we learn anything? After experiences like we've gone through with this pandemic way of living or are still going through uh, within these past few months, it is crucial to ask, what did we learn? And so we talk about that through looking at the life of Moses again and ask, what did we learn about ourselves, about people, and about God? As always, subscribe to the podcast channel, give us a great five-star rating, and we hope you enjoy this conversation today. We're finishing off this in-between series talk, asking the question, did we learn anything? Did we learn anything? And tonight we're looking at Moses again, who is an Israelite raised in the Egyptian kingdom, in case you haven't been with us the past few weeks. And as an Israelite raised in this kingdom, this Egyptian kingdom, he grieved over the slavery that the Israelites were in. To the point where he actually kills an Egyptian and has to flee for his life. And he then begins this in-between moment in his own life. And God asks Moses to help him bring the people, the Israeli people, out of slavery from Egypt. And he does many signs and wonders and crazy miracles that help these Israelites become free. And tonight we're picking up in a passage in a book called Deuteronomy, we're looking at chapter 34. If you have a Bible or a Bible app, you can turn to that. We'll have it on the screen as well. But we're looking at the end of Moses' life. And he goes on top of this mountain where he meets God and has this interaction with God. So Deuteronomy 34, and we're picking up at verse 4. It says, And the Lord said to him, This is the land of which I swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. I will give it to your offspring. I've let you see it with your own eyes, but you shall not go over there. And then we go on to read that after 120 years, Moses passes away on top of that mountain. And the Israelites grieve over the death of Moses, but end up finding or being given a new leader in this man named Joshua. And then it picks up in verse 10, where we kind of get this whole description of who Moses, Moses was. As a follower of God, it says, And there has not arisen a prophet since in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face, none like him for all the signs and the wonders that the Lord sent him to do in the land of Egypt, to Pharaoh and to all his servants and to all his land, and for all the mighty power and all the great deeds of terror that Moses did in the sight of all Israel. So our passage in Deuteronomy is at the end of Moses' life. He goes on top of this mountain where he meets God. And while there, God has him look over all these places that he can see from the vantage point that they're at. And all the places that Moses can see are part of what's known as the promised land. 
Now, we've talked about this before in these in-between talks, but the promised land was basically way back, almost in the beginning of time, God promised this land to the Israelites, a place where they would plant roots, they would enjoy life together, grow in their families, and they forever knew it as the promised land. It was something that they pursued. And Moses, the whole thing about bringing them out of Egypt was so that he could lead them to this promised land. And they went through this massive journey, a long time, trying to get to this promised land. And so Moses is on top of this mountain and he sees all these places that were within this promised land. And now right away you might think, oh, they finally made it. But then God looks at him and says, you will see the promised land with your eyes, but you will never go there. Now, if that were me, I'd be like, are you serious right now, God? <laughs> like, have you seen what I have, to, have gone through? Everything that I did was to get to this place and was for you. And you're saying that I will see it, but will never be there physically. Like, what kind of torture is that? <laughs> Next, we read that at 120 years old, Moses passes away. And his successor, Joshua, is now in charge of leading the Israelite people. But at the end of the passage, we see Moses get this goat status, the greatest of all time. It says, And there has not arisen a prophet since in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face, none like him for all the signs and wonders that the Lord sent him to do in the land of Egypt, to Pharaoh, and to all his servants, and to all his land. And for all the mighty power and all the great deeds of terror that Moses did in the sight of Israel. That's pretty high honor. <laughs> He's considered the only prophet ever to exist like him. The only one to do the signs and wonders like he did. And the only one with the power that he had. That's the greatest of all time status to me. Moses is for sure the goat here. Now when reading this piece of Moses' life, I thought the description of Moses was awesome at the end. I thought a lot about how I'd react being told by God that you will see the promised land but never go there and how upset I would be. But there's a part not explicit within the passage that I just couldn't take my mind off of, which caused me to go a different direction even in ending off this in-between series. I've been fixated on Moses just standing on the top of the mountain. God's, God's presence with him at the end of his life and I was fixated on wondering, what was Moses thinking? Before he would, knew he wouldn't reach the promised land. He's just standing on the top of that mountain near the end of his life with God. And what was he thinking? The little that I know of Moses through scripture led me down this path of, I wonder if he thought about what he learned. Moses had this wild journey that we've looked at in some ways through this series, and there's so much more that we can read about. But did he think about how far he's come? You know, as this shy man in the beginning where God asks him to um, bring the Israelites out of Egypt, and he's uh, worried about not having the right words to say, to now being this person who has led them out and led them through some crazy journeys and is an amazing spokesperson. How far he's come and what he's capable of doing through God, causing so many signs and wonders to lead the people out of Egypt. How far he's come in his trust with God. Where he's con he was constantly doubting God in the beginning. 
But God ends up using him for great things. And he changes to this person who wholeheartedly trusted God. Did he learn about the people and how difficult it can be to lead a group of people? That everyone has different opinions, but the beauty of everyone being united in at least one thing, God himself. I think Moses learned so much after 120 years of life and experience that on that mountaintop, he just took a brief moment to see how much he learned about himself, about people, and about God. Did we learn anything? This question reminds me of growing up, going to high school especially, and coming home after every day. And my dad, as soon as he would get off work and get through the door, he'd say, hi, how was your day? But one of the big questions that he would ask was, did you learn anything today? And me and my brother would scramble to come up with something because if you said, no, I didn't learn anything, it wasn't the teacher's fault and they didn't teach you anything. It was your fault then you didn't pay attention. And so he'd scramble with an answer. But this question has become so important in my life that after I go through certain experiences, I ask, did I learn anything in that? Because when we get those answers, we learn of how we've grown or where we need to grow. And we learn of things that in the next experience that we face, we know we're strong enough because we learned this thing in this experience in our past. It's such a key question for the life of a believer. And I think for, in terms of the way we're all living now, things have reopened. People are back to work. We're allowed to see some people for the first time, which is awesome. And I think the fast pace of normalcy in life is slowly starting to creep in for everybody. But I think it would be crime, it'd be a crime to have an experience like this kind of pandemic way of living that we've gone through. And at the end of it, or what may be the end of it, not ask the question, did we learn anything? Did we learn anything? This is one of the best things we can do as Jesus followers, to ask, did we learn anything? Whether the experience was good or bad or somewhere in between. And so tonight, as we end off this series, there's three questions that I want you to ask yourself. What have I learned about myself? What have I learned about people? And what have I learned about God? In this experience where my social interactions were kind of very limited, maybe I lost my job or was laid off or school had to happen in a certain way, what did I learn about myself in this situation and in this experience? And with everything that's been going on in our world, as, as we've seen people interact through many trials with this pandemic, but very different social issues that have happened over the course of the last few months, what have we learned about people? And lastly, in all of this, what have we learned about God? For myself, I think what I've learned about myself is I need to focus on key friendships more. <laughs> One of the biggest blessings that I've had um, in this pandemic way of living is every Thursday morning, I've taken the time to sit down on Zoom with my best friend and just have like an hour, sometimes two hour conversation, getting caught up, asking questions about each other, learning and growing from each other. And that's something that I didn't do before all these restrictions were in place. And so that's what I've, one thing I've learned about myself. I need to focus on key friendships more. And I also learned that rest is okay and necessary. <laughs> and I also learned that I need to be a better neighbor. 
I realized I didn't know any of the neighbors that I live around except for my in-laws who live next door. <laughs> and I could be a better neighbor to the people that are around me. And that's something I'm still working on. What I've learned about people is that the kingdom of God is so needed in this world to bring healing. And I've also learned that people can find commonality and love for others. It's one of the best recipes. And what did I learn about God? His provision that he's capable um, or what he's capable of in the strangest of circumstances. And I also learned that I still have a lot to learn about God. And these are things that I'm going to take with me in whatever the next is as restrictions kind of ease up and life kind of gets back to normal a little bit. And so for you tonight, I want you to ask the questions. You can join us in the after party Zoom chats. We're going to look at these questions together. What did I learn about myself? What did I learn about people? And what did I learn about God? Or maybe if you can't join that, do that with a friend over FaceTime. Or maybe you, they're a part of your bubble and you can do that together. But I think in this time that we're in, as we're still in this bit of a limbo period, but we can see life after all these restrictions, it would be a crime for us as individuals, for us as the church, to not say, did we learn anything? I know the interactions that I've had with many of you, I can see so clearly that many of you have grown in crazy ways through this whole experience. Your trust in God, your reliance on Him, and belief that He can provide for you. you many of you have grown in crazy ways through this experience. But I want you to learn that for yourself by asking the question, did we learn anything? Thank you.